Sophie Washington, Queen of the Bee. Chapter three, Mr. Know-It-All. My stomach is in knots the entire drive to school Monday morning. Rain pours down in buckets and the gray sky matches my mood. Today is the day I have to sign up for the spelling bee. Cole looks out the window or thumbs through his video rangers handbook, which gives detailed information about all the video rangers characters. Last night, I forgave him for telling mom and dad about the spelling bee after he let me eat the last chocolate chip cookie left in the jar and promised to make my bed for the, for the rest of the week. I shift uncomfortably in my seat. My uniform shirt feels even scratcher, scratchier than ever. Most of the other kids on our block go to the neighborhood school, but mom drives us to Xavier Academy, a private school across town. Ever since kindergarten, I've been begging to switch to the school in our subdivision so we can ride on a yellow school bus and wear regular clothes to school instead of uniforms. Like most normal people, but mom isn't having it. Xavier offers the best elementary and middle school educations in this area, and you'll appreciate it when you're older, she says. So it looks like we're stuck with navy pants and skirts, polo shirts and oxfords, and loads of homework every night, at least until high school. As she cruises into the carpool lane, mom turns to Cole and me with a smile. Have a great day, kids. Cole, remember to turn in that permission slip I put in your backpack for the field trip next week. And don't forget to sign up for the spelling bee, Sophie. Okay, mom, see you later, we say. We heft our heavy backpacks from the back seat and dodge a huge puddle as we make our way into the school entrance. I turn left, Cole turns right, once we enter the front door of the school, he goes to, the, to kinder, first and second grade wing, and I head toward the fifth grade classrooms. Unlike the younger grade kids, we have actual lockers and switch classes to get us ready for middle school. My best friend, Chloe Hopkins, runs toward me as I near Miss Green's room. Hey, Sophie, how was your weekend? Did you watch that new show I told you about on Saturday? As usual. Chloe looks super cute. She's jazzed up her uniform with red high-top tennis shoes and patterned knee socks that match the red logo on our Navy school sweaters. Her long curly black hair is pulled back with a black headband with a red silk rose on the side. And she's wearing pearl drop earrings in her pierced ears. We were at the rodeo while it was on, so I missed it, I say. But I recorded it on the DVR so I may watch it again this coming Friday. Cole and I don't watch much television during the week because we're so busy with homework and after-school activities. If this spelling bee business turns out the way I think it will, my TV time will probably end up being even less. After roll is called and we say the Pledge of Allegiance, Mrs. Green reminds the class of the upcoming spelling bee. It would be great if everyone signs up, she says, it's a great chance for you to improve your spelling skills. The school bee is in three weeks. Regionals are a month after that. First and second place winners from each grade will represent our school there. Can I get a show of hands of those who would, be, who would, like, to study, who would like study sheets? Several students and I raise our hands. Mrs. Green passes me eight pages of words to study with a smile. Nathan Jones, 
a boy who Chloe and I secretly, secretly call Mr. Know-it-all because he thinks he knows the answer to everything, turns around in his seat to smirk at me once. Miss Green goes back to her desk. I don't know why you are even bothering to get a list of words for the spelling bee, he says, peering through his thick glasses. Everybody knows that I'm going to win the school contest and then go to the regional bee. He's one of the smallest kids in our class, but Nathan definitely has the biggest mouth. The only reason he has friends, in my opinion, is that his dad owns a fun plex video game and race car center, and he often invites the other boys there for play dates. Nathan's older sister, Jennifer, was a student at Xavier and won first place in the school and regional spelling bees for three years running before she left for high school. Be quiet, smarty pants, I say. I have gotten A's on all my spelling tests this year, and I can spell you, outspell you any day. I glanced down at the top sheet of the list, of the list Mrs. Green had given me. I already know most of these words on the spelling list for the B. Well, I would hope you could spell the words on the first page, because those are the easy words from the list, Nathan last. Look at the last sheet. I flip through the stack of papers on my desk and see that they're ranked as easy, average, and difficult. I can't pronounce most of the words I see on the difficult sheet, but I look at, at my competitor with a smile. It won't take me long to study these and learn them all. I boast, wanting to slap the smirk off Nathan's face. I'm going to learn those words and the words from the sixth grade list in case they get through all the other words at the regionals. There's no way anyone will be able to beat me, Nathan brags. Nathan isn't the best at sports because he's so short, but ever since first grade, he's been as one of the best students in the class, and he's always ready for a competition. Nathan, could you please turn around in your seat and get ready for our language review, says Mrs. Green. He faces the front of the room, and I'm finally free of the smart Alec. When the bell rings to change classes, I head out of the room without a glance at Nathan and rush to my locker. As Cole's coach says during his basketball games, it's time to go hard or go home. There is no way I can let that know-it-all do better than me in the spelling bee. I will have to start studying tonight.